This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 869, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, April the 14th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 869. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, uh, April the 14th. Uh, I feel like every every episode I always say, oh man, I'm going to get this out so that these uh, books aren't quite as old when I get to them, but unfortunately that just has not... It's not it's not really gone my way. Uh, so let's take a look. So some of the books that came out on the 14th, uh, there's some actually some really exciting releases. There's uh, Batman the Detective. Um, we have, let's see, Batman Urban Legends. This is issue number two. You get a new issue of Challenge of the Super Sons. You got Children of the Atom number two, Dark Hawk, Heart of the Hawk, which is the uh, 30-year uh, anniversary special, uh, which includes a story by Danny Fingeroth and Mike Manley. Um, actually, I, I should really, if I'm going to call them out, I should at least say that uh, there are some other creators involved. There's a story by Dan Abnett and Andrea DeVito, as well as a story by Kyle Higgins and Juan Ramirez. So uh, from kind of past, not as far past, and more present. Uh, so it's interesting kind of perspective. Uh, there's Fantastic Four number 30, which I guess is part of the King and Black tie-ins. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy number 13, which is also, it says that it's the... Uh, Legacy 175th issue. Do really like the cover. Uh, we got Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, number four. Iron Man, number eight. Uh, King and Black, Namor, number, I believe, five. Legends of the Dark Knight. Uh, Maestro, War and Pax. That's issue four uh, out of five. Uh, you got Nonstop, Spider Man. Uh, what else you got here? Power Pack. Uh, I forgot that that was actually still going. Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Uh, Superman. Uh, the Joker. What else we got here? The next Batman, Second Son, Thor and Loki, Double Trouble. I was going to say, that sounds like something by uh, Gurahiru, and it, it would appear to be. And you got the finale to Prey, uh, the storyline in Thor currently, uh, which has been really enjoyable. Uh, as well as issues of Wonder Man, well, sorry, Wolverine and Wonder Woman. So what did I read? Well, I read three books. Um, so I'm not going to take too long to talk about them, but... First up, we have Black Hat number five, written by Jed McKay, artwork by Michael Dowling. This is The Gilded City Part One. It's actually weird that I read issue five and then I realized I hadn't read issue four, but issue four felt like such kind of an outlier and not really connected to, you know, what was going on, especially in issue five, that it kind of felt like it was its own thing. Um, I really enjoyed this. I'm really enjoying the whole Black Hat, Black Fox kind of storyline. I like kind of seeing the jobs that, you know, McKay puts. Uh, the character through um so i really enjoyed kind of seeing how you know black hat goes on this mission how things aren't seemingly going so well in terms of what happens uh with this god that they they find under uh, under manhattan um but i found this tremendously entertaining i think the artwork is fantastic um i really like that this series is a nice showcase for who Felicia Hardy can be um, without it, it, it. I don't know. I really enjoy the book, but I do have to wonder sometimes, like, is this really the Felicia Hardy that we're used to seeing? And it's hard to tell because there's been kind of a lot of different versions of Felicia Hardy. There's the kind of more classic original concept. Um, you have the one that, you know, when she started dating Spider-Man, what she was like kind of being a hero. You have the weird dance lot version where she was, you know, a weird criminal mastermind and really kind of brutal. Um, you have the kind of the 90s, you know, version who is much more of a straight up superhero. Um, and now she, you know, fits a lot more into that kind of Catwoman prototype as well. And I'm not even sure, 
you know which one is 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 really you know black cat um, at this point. But uh, I'm enjoying the book, and so whatever I, I I enjoy that there's a lot of internal consistency, where I find that regardless of maybe it doesn't always make sense as to what this character's been in the past, it's always made sense for what McKay has been doing for the character, and I'm really enjoying his portrayal again of this relationship that she has with uh, the Thieves Guild with Odessa Drake. It's Odessa Drake. Now I'm forgetting her name. Um, her relationship with Black Voss. So there's a lot of really good character moments, and I think that's what I maybe enjoy the most about this book is that you know it's not as you're not getting the sex pot black cat, and I like that. Um, I feel like that was a route that I never really needed. Um, you know, and I feel like this character is so far removed from the version that you might have seen under Kevin Smith and Terry Dodson, and that's not a bad thing. Uh, there was a time and place for that, and I don't think that place is here, and I'm glad that we're getting this version. Uh, next up, we have Daredevil number 29. This is Doing Time Part 1 by Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto, Um continuing to you know progress the storyline of, of Elektra, you know, proving herself to be a Daredevil, uh, and what her... You know, version of Daredevil really looks like. You have uh, Matt Murdock has been poisoned, and so he's trying to deal with, you know, being poisoned, being stuck in um, in prison, and how to, you know, try and figure out a way around it. Um, you have Bullseye, um, which I feel like I, I never know what Bullseye's real kind of continuity looks like anymore because he's been damaged and broken so many times. Um, but part of me doesn't care. I mean, it's always nice to kind of have him come home to the. Uh, the Daredevil book because it's kind of where he belongs. You know, he he goes a lot of other places, does a lot of other things, fights other heroes, um, but ultimately it always feels like this is where he belongs. Um, and it's nice to kind of see him coming back. You know, again, where I think the character is probably most comfortable and feels the most natural. Um, Chichetto does you know beautiful artwork. I love you know the the rendition of Matt in prison. Um, all the kind of the quieter moments of him trying to. Um, meditate and you know try and move the poison and trying to block things out while also having to then go into a, a giant battle. Uh, very engaging and interesting stuff. We're seeing more of uh, the storyline with uh, with Matt, Mur- uh, sorry, um, with Mike Murdoch, um, which is interesting as well. I'm excited to kind of see more here as well. And I, I just there's so many plot lines, and yet it never feels too busy, never feels too you know, like there's too much going on, which is, you know, not easy to do. And I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and last but not least, we have Spider-Man, the spider shadow, which is essentially a what if issue. It's interesting. They're not calling it what if, but in the upper right hand corner of the cover, it does say what if, um, and part of me doesn't like what ifs when they have, you know, I, I, what was always so magical about the old what ifs, what ifs for the most part is that they were, you know, done in ones. You had one sometimes oversized issue uh, in the first volumes, I think it was generally bigger than a regular issue, but you had so much content and they would, you know, explore a pivotal moment and kind of say, well, what if something went differently? So this is, you know, what if Spider-Man had kept the suit? This takes place around the time of Amazing Spider-Man 258. Um, it's written by Chip Zdarsky, artwork by Pascal Ferry, and I'm enjoying it quite a lot. I think it's really interesting uh, to take kind of a darker bend on you know, when Spider-Man had the costume. It's interesting because we've already, you know, we've had Symbiote Spider-Man as a book kind of dancing in the raindrops of this period too. So now I have a book that takes place kind of just, you know, in that period as well, but 
taking a, a, a darker turn uh, in terms of what happens to Peter. Um, it's really interesting and engaging, and I love this period in general of Spider-Man comics, and so I'm really excited to see what Chip does it with it in terms of what you know what happens with Peter um, and how he's affected by the costume. And it just I think there's a lot of enjoyable things to have here. The artwork is okay. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Pascal Ferry. He's just not quite my style. Um, I liked it for the most part. Um, I don't know. I thought the rendition of the costume and some of the the panels in terms of you know the body language and I don't know. I just thought there's something off, and I thought maybe part of it was that the colors were so flat. Um, usually, you see more musculature, and I don't know if this is on the colorist or on the penciler. Um, but usually, you know, you, you would have more. You, uh, definition on the character when he'd be moving, etc. And this is just kind of a very flat black. So I, I guess this is more of a colorist choice, but I don't know. I, I found I didn't always like the art as much because I, I don't know. There's something about I, th- I thought that the black covered up some of the physicality of Peter in a way that I found off-putting. And at times I just didn't really like the, the overall look. Um, I don't know if I'm articulating that well at all, but that's just kind of how I felt about it. Um, so that is uh, that's everything I'm talking about that came out this particular um, this particular time, which was again the 14th of December. Sorry, of April. Um, books that came out on the I guess the 21st of April. Um, I haven't had a chance to read any of them yet. Hopefully, I'll have a chance before I try and do a podcast about them. Um, but the books that came out include uh, releases from DC, including Batman vs. Razal Ghoul, Catwoman, Challenge of the Super Sons, Infinite Frontier, Secret Files, uh, Justice League, Nightwing, Scooby Doo, Where Are You, Superman Red and Blue, The Flash, The Next Batman, Second Son, and then at Marvel, Amazing Spider Man, Avengers, Black Knight, Curse of the Ebony Blade, Captain Marvel, Carnage, Black, White, and Blood, uh, Champions, Eternal Swords, Spider Woman, The Muddy Valkyries, uh, Trials of Ultraman, Way of X, number one, Women of Marvel, number one, X-Force, Alien, and Star Wars, Dr. Afra. That is a lot of stuff. Um, so thanks for listening to this episode. You can always email me at comicshenetigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>